What is up, everybody? Welcome to another Dirty Birdies here. I'm your co-host, Scotty G. Across from me is the other co-host, uh, 2G Chad Ford. Chad, how are we today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Start we to another week. Getting we started a little bit earlier than we did last week. Yes, yes. Last week we were Wednesday, and today we're doing it on Tuesday. So, yep. uh, But less than a month away from Southern Hills. That's right. Less than a month away. Oh, uh, one thing I can taste it. We got to hit on is the boys over at the You're Still Out are going to do a major Monday. So the Monday before the major at Chalk, uh, 4 to 5.30, little happy hour. We'll do a pod up there and do some prize giveaways. Come get you, pick you out a golfer out of the hopper. A little golden hopper, pick you out a golfer. Uh, if you have the, it'll be the top 50 golfers in the world. Yep. And if you have the highest score doesn't necessarily have to be the first place guy if it doesn't get picked but the highest score that gets picked will win a hundred dollar gift card to lincoln uh golf course coming up on their hundredth anniversary 100th right anniversary, or this yep. year that's right and then second place gets a Michelob ultra golf bag oh that's pretty sweet so we go through out. a lot of Michelob ultra we'll be handing out golfers all week there for the Southern Hills. Monday, 4.30 to 5. That's right. right. That's right. Kay. Chad, we had the Zerk Classic. Little uh, little different. Yeah, little team event. Little team event. Everybody picks their own partner. Patrick Cantlay and Xander pretty much ran away with it after the, yeah, Thursday. It was, it was wire to wire. When they shot the 59. Got close there at the end. It did get a little close, but I will say they are probably two of the most boring guys they I've are. ever seen. I don't even know if they really wanted to win it. <sighs> I I think they did. <laughs> I mean, it's you, you're talking about you know, yeah. you know Patrick Cantley's champion golfer of the year from last year. Not necessarily champion of you know British Open in terminology, but more he's BGA Player of the Year. Um, and I think people have kind of forgot about that. You know, obviously um, Scheffler been making a huge run, um, and I, I I don't necessarily know if this was like a I mean, I don't don't know how much stick it to you. Yeah, I'm back or something right. like that. And, and Shoffley, too, right? He's had a pretty disappointing 2022. He has. He has. Yeah, I was just saying they're just two boring guys, bad photo takers. Oh, did, horrible. Did, didn't Can't they look so like, pissed on the on the course all the time. They kind of gave themselves like a low five, Yeah. held the trophy, and like Xander Shoffley kind of feels like everybody's shy little brother to me. <laughs> Does that make sense? That. I could see that. To where he's like, you know, eh, yeah, hey, hey, guys. I can see that. I'm here. I'll play in the tournament. But as for the Dirty Birdies. Dirty Birdies. B-S-T-O-J won 101-25. Took home B-Stoge. the win. Uh J.R. Spatz, 84-37. Blade, 74-67-50. Comes in third. Uh, M. Portage is how I would say it. $50.62. And my man. W. Josh L. Josh Lawson comes in fifth, made some money, thirty-three seventy-six. This guy is a treat. I asked him if he wanted to be on the pod. He said, "Can I save it for a Southern Hills pick?" Oh, so everybody's we wanting will to save have it. Have him on for the Southern Hills pick. Uh, be excited to listen to that sweet major sweet week. Voice. Uh, just a little notables, a couple little notables. Yep. Butterball Fantasy finished seventh. 
Jeremy, God. Jeremy, is he is he six make, six and seventh is like the toughest. Is he making his comeback? We haven't seen him uh, in the money in a little bit. We haven't. He had such a great year last he, year. He, he does did. so well at football. Like the man is unbelievable at fantasy sports. Yes, he just has a cash this year. Yep, and, and so. I mean, let's say you know. The limelight is still on me with two caches this year so That's far. That's true. That's true. Like, I, I'm not sure there's been anybody else, you yeah. know. I get it. I get <laughs> I'm it. just kidding. Yeah. But, yeah, Butterball, he's finishing seventh. Chet, watch out for him. And then two other notables I got to give a little love. B. Conway and Bear underscore me, both guys yeah. finished inside the top 20. Uh, respectable real smart guys by those two. Yeah. Got to give them a little bit of love. Well, they're accountants. You knew they'd always catch up. Yes. Yeah, and it's kind of busy season right it is. now. It and is. And they still score their best probably. Oh, you should be terrified. Since they've been in here. should be terrified. Watch out for B. Conway and Bear underscore me. Um, overall, chalk standings stay the same. The season standings stay the same. Chad in first. Yeah. JT and Scott tied. Uh, second, Keith still down there in Fourth place with nine overall points. None of us finished inside the top twenty. We we've kind of had a little bit of a drought on scoring some points for us. Well, you know, yeah, it happens when uh, Mito Pereira just, <laughs> just, just, just out geez, and I get, get I get withdrawn. I get a full team withdrawn. <laughs> I've gone in a little day. funk this week, so, so I've got a I've got a I've got something I've never done before on my light up. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. As for get your bread this week. Uh, I'm kind of making the pick with Zalatoris and Riley. Zalatoris's back has to be hurting. Yeah. Uh, Riley rode his coattails all week for a T4. Uh, probably the most money that maybe Riley has seen this year. Oh, I guess he got second. Was that? Yeah, I was gonna say, Valspar. was that Davis Riley? Yeah, he got second. Okay. Second yeah. in Valspar, but uh, or them. You, you got to figure Redmond finished third. Could give them, you know, a little something. Their wallets are a little bit yeah. heavier. How do you think, like, you know, in in an instance like that, right? We talk about Willie Z. We talk about Scotty Scheffler that yeah. go off with unbelievable. I mean, they're 24, 25 years old. You got to think there's some grinders on tour that they're their friends yeah. that they came up with, and right. it's like, hey, you're ranked number one in the world. I'm 167th. Anytime you can help me out, help me out. Right. You know, kind of. And how much do you think? That's a great question. Like, does Willie Z get tired of it? Like, dude, I played four rounds with you at Wake Forest or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm done, uh, man. I, I can't, can't I do anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a great question. It'd be interesting to see how these guys. Because how does Ryan Palmer keep getting picked by like the number one golfer? In You're the world? right. I mean, he's he's friends with them, right? Yeah. And what I'm saying is, is, the, is he the bench coach where yeah, hey, I can drink that whole bottle of whiskey with you in the back in the room, you know, type of he, thing. Like, he might, or is he is he, um, oh, uh, you know, is he a liability to him? Yeah. Like he's such the friend that every time they're like, yeah, man, I can't turn you down, <laughs> but at the same time, I'd like to win this thing. What you, a great friend group. He's got the number like he's played with the number one in the world like the I, last absolutely, three times. <laughs> absolutely. But I look at like, you know, like if you could pick your own partner, Cantley and Shoffley did it right. Yeah, Hovland, Morikawa. Right, they're both you know top tens, whatnot. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go out and do this. But I don't know. I feel like there's some people on tour that, yeah, it's kind of like. They might have been forced into that partnership. To me, to me that first thing that comes to mind is that's got to be Danny Willett. He's yeah. like, oh, my God, <laughs> i got to play with Hatton. Like, give me – this is going to be <laughs> terrible. That's what I would think. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. But, um, but yeah, that's who we're going to go with. Get your breads out, Taurus Riley, probably. So, let's move on to the Mexico Open. And, Chad, you got to love 
a little bit of irony here. <laughs> yes, a I saw this today. tournament on PGA Tour, brand new, and you know where they're going <laughs> to start it out at. Let's just go ahead and play Greg Norman's signature course. I don't even know how to say it. Vedanta Villarta. Yeah. Uh, what a world we live in. I'm going to turn it over to you. Like, <laughs> Obviously, I think like when this w- probably was made, like what, four or five years oh, ago? Oh, absolutely. These things were done in advance. Greg Newman, or, uh, no, Norman Sean was Norman, doing this. Norman was going to go over here and just – uh, start a new league over in Saudi Arabia, but well, uh, yeah, you're talking about this is like just funny to me. It it, it, it well, it, it's funny in a sense of how small the golf circles are. Yeah, you know, like there's whatever it is. I think it's 45 out of 52 weeks. There's a PGA Tour event going on, um, but you talk like they've got to go to 45 golf courses that are kind of world renowned right. of some sense, and there's there's money behind those golf courses to be able to put up a, a sponsorship, and you sit there and go like. You know, people with money, they want their course designed nowadays by, like, one of five people. Right. Right? It, it's Tiger. It's Ben Crenshaw. Uh, Greg Norman's yeah. up there. Jack Nicholas. Yeah. You know, it's those people. And so you sit there and go, like, all the course redesigns and, and all this. There are a select number of favorite players. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's some out there designed by Phil Mickelson that the course has tried to – <laughs> you know, like you know, distance themselves right. in a way. Yeah, but, but the access of e- the access of eagle is real. Yes, they're coming. They're coming. Live golf, fifty-four holes. They're it's coming. coming. They're coming. But like it uh, or not. So a little bit about this course, par seventy-one. Uh, a lot of people would say this one, this course, the signature course of uh, uh, Greg Norman, it has some teeth to it. It's long. Yeah. Um, but these courses, there's two courses on this. Um, they're technically were made for as resort courses so when you see this on tv it's going to be it's going to look beautiful it's going to be one of the most beautiful things and i and i will tell you it's it's a chad course right yeah it's i want resort style this is deep dark green just beautiful don't see anything you know water mountains all the way all do a 360 turn on any hole you can see mountains and the ocean and uh, a river it's 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 beautiful yeah it's a beautiful beautiful shape but if you're looking for how to build your lineup on this course, which they made it obviously harder than just the resort course that it is normally, um, this course is going to have large landing areas and sandy waste areas. So length over accuracy is kind of what you're thinking uh, or what they're saying you should look into, uh, especially off of the tee, because – there are some really long par fours. Yeah. So approach shots are going to be key, as some might be at 175 plus on some of these par fours. So a little bit long to mid irons. This has me Somebody. going back to Pinehurst too. Yes. <laughs> like, bit, you're not going to lose a ball, <laughs> yes. but there, there, whatever there, it was. Water. Oh yeah, there's a 500 yard pi f- par four here. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. What? Exactly right. Exactly right. There's water. You go see water, but like you okay. have to spray it. All way over the left or way, well, way right to get to the water. Again, as we talk about resort style course, and yes. for those listeners that don't know, resort style means you're not going to get into too much trouble. Right. There, it's, exactly it's a right. pay for play course. There's 55 bunkers. On 55 this bunkers. There's, I'll probably have more last week. Yeah, I've got more in my backyard. Yeah. So that's uh, a lot. Look for guys that have played well on past palm greens. Uh, so courses like TPC San Antonio, the Valero, and uh, Mayacoba would be courses to go look at, see okay. the results if you're looking at uh, some of those guys. 
but it's up to you. The last one I'll give you is it's up to you and how you want to look at the guys with the Mexican heritage. Uh, sometimes being in your home country can bring a little bit added pressure instead of just playing loose, playing yeah. your game. So uh, with those pointers now out of the way, Chad, are you ready to build our lineup and tell the people why we picked who we picked? Yes. Yes, Let's I am. get to it. I'm going to let you roll first. Okay. Your first golfer. My first golfer under the theme this week of golfers that have been picked by my friends <laughs> in previous tournaments <laughs> that have done well that have been noted in my mind. I like that. This will be fun. So the first one is I had this guy to pick at our very first. We do an in-person uh, about 15 – you know, guys yep. in a in a in a golf league for all the majors in the player championship. So I was set to draft, and there was about oh, I want to say um, two or three people in front of me, and one of those people in front of me was our good friend at YSO, Mr. Keith Needham. Okay, um, I know who you're taking. <laughs> well, anyway, he was he was ninety he's ninety eight hundred bucks this week. It is Sebastian Mu yeah. Munoz. Keith took him. I was set to take him about two picks later. Called him out, and the guy goes and finishes 33rd at the Players' Championship, and I think he was around top five after the first round, and I was just – I was seething the whole yeah. tournament. So, great pick by him. Yes. But he's now on my squad for Dirty Birdies. I like that. I like that. Uh, I'm going $10,000. Oh, I know who you're taking because I almost put him on my roster. Yeah, and I loved it because everything that I read this week. Oh, picks him. Picks him 100%. Oh, really? Everything I said was like fade Patrick Reed. No, no. Everything I read was really? take him. I like it. Yeah, so I'm going – I literally have it written down. I'm going against all the real professionals that are saying fade Patrick Reed. I'm taking Patrick Honestly, Reed Honestly, when you week. started saying this, like, this and listeners, I have no idea who Scott has. Yeah. It's not on the, the yeah. script or anything like I that. I kept it's, it. It's like in his head. Yes. And so when he started talking, this guy – was my first. I just couldn't make him fit with everybody else that yeah. had a story. It's it's expensive. It because is. Everybody's a little bit more expensive because yep. of the weaker field. So it is. Uh, I like Patrick Reed here. I think his game is coming back. Uh, it's coming back around, and I think this course he can score well with it. That's so, the uh, I'm going to go with Patrick Reed ten thousand dollars. It's it's a great pick. Come on, Love P. Reed. Let's go, baby. P. Reed. All right, my next guy. Um, for reasons that you and I are. On, on this pod together of, of friendship. Um, this guy, for the longest time, I thought he was Canadian. <laughs> like, for the <laughs> longest time, I thought this dude was Canadian. And Scott keeps picking him uh, in different <laughs> tournaments, kind of like a sleeper. And I'm always, you know, ah, yeah, the Canadian, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out, no, he's United States. <laughs> His name is Aaron Wise, yep. 9500 bucks. That's right. Uh, he's had an up and down year. I'm not going <laughs> to tiptoe around that. But 17th at the Arnold Palmer, 21st at the RBC, uh, gives me hope. I understand as my second pick on a 9,500 guide to what I sit there and go, ah, he's been up and down. Please understand, my roster is built <laughs> off previous experiences from friendship That's right. and hope love. and love. I love Aaron Rodgers. And a lot of anger that they took these guys when I didn't in previous lineups. <laughs> I love Aaron Wise. So, great pick. Uh, I'm going with Thigala, 8,800. Mm -hmm. uh, he, was, he was up there for me, but I had to make a choice I'll talk about later. I'm going to go 
as far as saying if you're building your lineup, this is your 8K range guy that you need on your roster. Uh, I love his iron play here. Mid, mid to whatever iron you think, this guy can hit some long, long iron shots. So should put should put up a good score for me this week. This guy. It is not a personal story to anyone. <laughs> you know, you JT. This guy was uh, there's there is absolutely no reason whatsoever to make this pick. <laughs> None <laughs> whatsoever. Oh no. oh no. The only reason I made this pick was there was a tournament earlier in the year, and he did well in one of these tournaments. You know, he actually finished what not. But at some point in the second round, he was near leading. And I remember reading a, a Vegas tidbit that someone had put ten grand pre tournament yes. on this guy to win, and it would have netted like two point five million. That's right. Ten grand on just like a oh yeah, you know, like whatever it is, two hundred to one long shot. Like and I, I sat there and go, the balls of the guy just yeah. put ten grand on that two hundred whatever it was long shot. I'm gonna remember that and I'm gonna put him on one of my rosters. Carlos Ortiz, $8,600. Last four tournaments has missed the cut four straight weeks. 115th, 71st, 83rd, and 93rd. He's on my roster this Literally week. Literally have the exact same thing written down in front of me. <laughs> it makes no sense. Carlos but Ortiz it will is work. also my third guy, 8,600. Why are we picking these? He's guys? the country homeboy. I know he is. He's and the he's country a, homeboy. He's kind of a sleeper pick. I, I guess. literally have written down. <laughs> but that's not made has a cut. Hasn't been playing the four best. Four straight times. Missed four straight cuts. So this is a risky pick. But he's back in his home country <laughs> and nothing to lose here. So your number six on the script comes Break, out. <laughs> Breaking the streak happens now. The man makes the cut. That's literally what I have written down. Yes. Chad and I don't have any notes here that it look this. can't keep going that bad for Carl. Like, coming home. We're making like the cut, Mama, Carlos. I'm coming home. Carlos, we're making the cut, baby. I love it. He's coming home, people. So Chad and I both take Carlos Ortiz with our third overall pick. This is the worst DraftKings that has ever <laughs> been made. Things are getting wild, folks. Things are getting wild. All right, my next guy. Uh, DraftKings is asking me if I'm I'm satisfied. Are I'm, you satisfied, Chad? <laughs> I guess you know. Feels very, very unsatisfied. The next guy I got, seventy-five hundred. This guy is one of my favorite golfers on tour, but he was he was talked me up. JT's always in front of this guy. JT had always been silently picking this guy for years in our golf league. If it, nobody that understands our physical golf league, we get together in in person draft. That thing's been going on for like, man, honestly, it's probably about fi almost 15, 14 yeah. years, whatnot. Um, so I, you know, I we. It's it's been a long time, and so there's a lot of data, a lot of a lot of stuff for me to find. This guy has always been on JT's team, and I started following him, and he's a hell of a fun guy. He's 42 years old, 43, whatever. Um, grew up as a caddy at Torrey Pines, um, worked his way up, and now he's just sitting there, you know, living out his days, wanting to get to the senior tour because it's 54 holes and there's no cut. <laughs> this guy will be up and down, always straddling the cut line. But it's Pat Perez, $7,500. <laughs> he is the ultimate grinder on the PGA Tour. And I love his outfits. Yeah. 
Good pick. Good pick. I'm going Taylor Moore, 8,200. Okay. Uh, you know, a little Oklahoma City boy. Uh, him and Neesmith uh, went 23 under last week for T4. And Moore, I think, had a lot to do with with the 23 under. So, feel like he's playing really good golf. So, I'm going to ride that hot hand. Uh, World Golf Ranking has him listed as 160th best golfer. Okay. Data Golf has him at 102. 102. So, so you think skyrocketing up the yeah. charts with his stats. Yeah, points and we're talking we're talking analytical stats. Analytical stats. Yeah. His analytical stats of how he's playing each week. Yeah. He's 102nd best golfer whereas the World Golf Rankings has him as the 160th. Is that fair to say that it, you know, when you guys are doing this analysis you yeah. and JT on that basically physical score, let's just put that down as the uh, FedEx standings, right? right? Or the official World Golf right. ranking. Yeah, 160. And then you're talking about strokes gain that you don't see out there. Yeah. Approach, um, approach, right putting, on the analytics, yeah, like accuracy, all that stuff. So he's not finishing where he wants, <coughs> but he's still they're still playing well. Yes, it'd be interesting to see the other the the reverse guys, right? Yeah. The ones that statistically aren't playing well, well but like one would go be up Thigala. there. Thigala is like I think in. I think world rankings like 133rd, and he's yep. playing as 162nd right now. Okay, which gotcha. surprised the heck out of me. Absolutely, you think he's playing up because he doesn't? I wouldn't think he had accumulated enough yeah. points, but I guess maybe as a as a rookie right now, he's just ri rocking yeah. up there yeah. at yeah. the David front Golf of the year. Isn't a big fan of Thigala. Okay, gotcha. Okay, my next guy. This one's the guy across from me. Oh God, we have the same guy again. Do we do we have Grayson? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Grayson Sig at seventy three hundred dollars. Yep, absolutely. Um, it's a good thing, folks. When Chad and I pick the same golfers, they normally tend to play well. I'll oh, absolutely. That. I'll say that. I'll say that. And and basically, what we took is Thigala is number one in basically rookie standings, yeah. and this guy's number two, Grayson Sig. Yeah. Um, seventy three hundred. I think you know. Anytime I've kept him on the on the roster, I honestly don't think he's played well for me. But he continues to play well, and one of these times we're going to match up. Yeah. Hope and it's here. And the one time that I did match up, I took him, uh, and I think he was T1 after day two. Faded over the weekend on me, but uh, still got me some points. 12 of 16 cuts made. Uh, I think he was 6K range when I took him last time. Now yeah. he's in the 7K. 7,300. Due, yeah. due to the weaker field, but uh, still a very good option for the 7K range. Another one that Data Golf loves. World ranking, 181. Data Golf. 107. Okay. So, you know, Huge Data Golf. Yeah, Data Golf would say he's playing better than Thigala yeah. in the rookie of the year race type stuff. And in like Thigala and Sig are two that I don't put a realistic chance that they're going to go win a golf tournament. That's just that's just me right now. Yeah. But yeah, they're rookies, what? And Thigala had a chance. He did. He blew it. That's he what I mean it. is like it's tough for a rookie is what I'm yeah. saying is more of hey, you know, this is what it is, uh, but it's just tough for rookies to wear golf tournaments. And so when I put them on my roster, it's never to win. It is to make the cut and give yourself the option of having a good scoring day. Right. You know. Um, my last guy. <coughs> Sorry, clearing the throat for this major announcement. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, this is a guy we always follow and, uh, you know, we don't necessarily make fun of by any means. He's never on the radar enough for us to, you know, pick one way or another. But every time we always talk about him in the friend in the friend group in some 
uh, regard, whether it's, you know, two or three years ago or this was honestly like I think two weeks ago we were we had a text message chain of this guy's last name because that's how we refer to him. But anyway, he got seventh at the Valspar, 42nd at the RBC over the last month. Robert Streb, the Streber, $7,000. Did, did we have another one? Uh, I took Robert Streb, too. This is phenomenal. <laughs> Do we have four guys or three? Ortiz, Sig, and now Streb. So our three lowest guys, basically, were all the same? Yeah. So the guys that we intend to make cut, and I'm—I mean, I guess that's. I'm nat- all about Streb. Well, I know you are, but that—I guess it just goes more to my theory that I pick these yeah. guys. <laughs> these are my guys that always that you guys always pick yeah. and love. I'm taking Robert Streb. Jeez. Seven K, Evan North, Kansas State Homer pick here, <sighs> uh, but three top tens, only eight of sixteen cuts made. Yeah. But I'm leaning more towards the top, the three top tens, and with this field, right. uh, I think he should putt very well here this week. Um, I worry our lineups are too too risky. Like I, I almost feel like it's going to be impossible for us to get six to make the cut. But I feel like we've got one of the winners. I like that. Does that make sense? It does. I think we're a high volatility this week. But I, I think one of our three shared wins it. I got a feeling. I like it. I like it. And before we get to our picks, there's Chad's. I, I, I think Carlos Ortiz gets this. There's no reason whatsoever for him to win this tournament. We both picked him. Carlos is winning this I would love it. I would love that. But before we get to our picks, yeah, uh, first-round leader fading and winning, um, I got to go over something that I don't even think you know about. Ooh. We have started a dirty birdie curse. Have you? Have it, we? And okay. it's fantastic. Okay. So every week I put up on Twitter yep. the pod. Okay. Hey, the pod is out. And I always put up a GIF, a right. golf GIF, yep, you always put of a, a golfer. Yeah. The GIF of that golfer, oh God. said golfer, has played terrible. Every, every time? Week, every time. Last week was Neiman. Oh. His partner withdraws. Yep, they withdrew. Stuart Sink's been on there before. He's made some cuts. I threw Stuart up. Yep. He didn't make the cut. I was going to say probably after his hole-in-one, whatever, well, yeah, at, that's at what, the Masters. That's what it was. Hugged his, hugged his, his brother, son. Uh, hugged his son. Uh, I believe <laughs> the, the very cut. first one that we did of the 21-22 season was John Rahm. He's had a horrible season. And he's had a season. horrible season. And that's just to name a few. We yeah. can, I could go farther back, and I might do that. I might do a whole I would love to see thing, a deep dive of every But we have every started gift. a Sports Illustrated cover curse for Dirty Birdies, and it's phenomenal, and I love it. And so now i got to get a little strategic. About who, who you're putting yeah, on there. Yeah, now I'm, I'm done putting guys up on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see uh, that. Because I was going to put up, like, Carlos Ortiz or, like, uh, Patrick Reed. Right. But, like, they're on my roster. I don't want to do that. Yeah, you can't. Or do I want – or do I have to stay true to it? Because right now I, I would probably put up Patrick Reed. There's probably going to be a gif of Patrick Reed yeah. going up on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to stay with it. Let's see if we can break the curse. Okay. See if we can break the curse. But with that, there's – Your number one. There's Chad's six guys. There's my six guys. We had three of the same guys without even knowing it. Yeah. And like I said before, when Chad and Scott how many, had the how same How many people go- are in this tournament? There's like 166 or something like I that, think 156? That's right. yeah. Yep. And we picked three of the same six? Three of the same six. Man, so either that's join impressive. us or pick somebody else. Try to beat us. Join the fun. Chad, do you have your first round leader? 
I'm going to go with Munoz. Okay. You know, Sebastian, you know, ca- carry me home, my man. I have Carlos Ortiz. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm, I'm going to stick down. with him as one. There's before no I, reason. This was before anybody right. we knew anything. anything. You had Carlos. <coughs> so, yeah, I agree with Carlos Ortiz. Who are you fading? I'm, I'm fading Rom. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it is. I just, he continues to be, like, the highest-priced golfers, yeah. and it's like he's not performing. Just, just so everybody can s- just, I am fading John Rom. He is too expensive. Yeah. That's what I have right now. Okay. Too expensive for what? For so what we're on done. the we're on the same wavelength with everything, which is kind of kind of scary, kind of Twilight Zone-ish. Winning it all. I I, I told you I, I you said Carlos Carlos Ortiz. Ortiz, and that's coming that's shooting from the hip on this thing. I like that. Like I, it, there's no no reason we're picking him. No reason we both picked. Him. I know. I I wish I would have written Ortiz down. But who'd I you take? Thigala. See, I I just don't think a rookie can get it done. But I I love the thought process. Um, I think he's he's tasted it. Yeah. He's had a little bit of the taste. Weaker field here. Place where you can spray it, not get in a whole lot of trouble. And that's interesting you go with Thigala, though, because you're a big proponent of the analytics, like you said, and that's it. one of the I inverse ones. I get it, but I think I think he can do it. Okay. I think he can do it. Thigala. Thigala. Ortiz. Let's do it. I'm, I'm fading Rom, guys. Fade Rom. With that, I mean, that's everything. We're going to have yeah. a great, great week. You know, I think it's going to be a really nice week here in Oklahoma. Might be out there getting some getting some swings of our own on. Uh, with that, everybody, hope you have a great week. We will see you next week. Shoot them straight. Or don't. <laughs>